This is a Blooming Good Time podcast. This is why we do podcasts first thing in the morning. Hello, everyone. Yes. Welcome to a blooming good time. I'm Riley, and I'm Emma, and I'm Beth. And yeah, the difference between yeah. doing a podcast now and last night. Oh my god, last Woo. night we had zero energy. energy. Don't she has yes, the biggest briar in her. Sorry, I'm petting Shyla. Trust me on this one. We were already seen our dog Shyla has this huge pine cone. Is what Braden said of this in <laughs> her ear. It's a pine cone. Are you sure? Are yeah, you guys not one of those balls? So Brayden tried to take it out. And oh, she, God. And, it and literally she, is a pine no, cone. No, stop, Shyla. <laughs> so anyways, Brayden tried to take it out this morning, and Shy nipped at her or him. Oh. We, we got to cut it. Yeah. Dang it. It's time for a haircut, Shyla. She needs to be just taken to the groomer. Yeah. <laughs> so Brayden's going to give her a bath today. Is he? That's what he said. <laughs> We'll see. Well, we'll see if that happens. If not, I will probably (laughs) give him a bath. Her a bath. I'm sorry. Give him a bath. (laughs) So, last night, me and Riley had a Hallmark night. It was glorious. Yes, we watched two Hallmark movies. It was fun. And uh, we also were starving. Mm. (laughs) And I'm like, I could eat a whole pizza. Literally, we're just laying there. We're like, where's the food? Yeah. That's because I had to go shopping. Mm. I had to go to uh, Costco, which I don't do very often, but we needed a few things. So I'm like, you know, our day ended at 6. I got there 6.30. And then I'm like, the girls are like, we need pizza. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just get like one of the Costco pizzas. And Brayden's like, that's really bad for you, mom. So then we what ordered do you mean? the Costco pizza pizzas. Is just bad Costco hot dogs. Oh God, <laughs> so good Stop. though. Yeah, <laughs> no, no I can't, delicious. I can't no, I can't do it. Okay, Why can't I can't do, do pizza either. Emma and I were just well, talking. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, you always regret it afterwards. But of course, but in the moment, it's glorious. In the moment, it was glorious. All my mind was thinking was, I'm starving and I need to eat something right now, and mm. that was like the most accessible thing (laughs) you guys i set out hamburger meat for you to make pritos it was frozen riley it was frozen and i said and also i did i was cold and i already got in bed and i was on the verge of crying so i was like you know what i don't want to make food let's get pizza yeah there's a lot of reasons so there's times where I just don't want to make food, but I have to make food. <laughs> like, what is our topic today actually about? Yesterday, going back to our 10 minutes of worthiness to talk about. Um, so I'm coming back from Costco. We ordered a pizza. We're going to pick it up. And I'm driving super dark and cold, and I kind of go to this, like, underpass bridge. And here in Oregon, we have this absolutely ginormous problem with homeless homeless people. And it's getting better. It is. Mm. It is. Um, but so you're always kind of aware when it comes to, like, certain areas of the town just because – you know, a lot of them suffer from, unfortunately, like mental illness mm-hmm. and don't have the help that they need. And so you're always just kind of on edge aware they might just walk out in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. So thankfully, I was kind of on because I'm coming to this bridge. It's this overpass. It's dark. And I'm looking and then all of a sudden this guy comes darting out of the bushes with a bicycle. 
What? And and it's got like fully like he had like stuff on the back of it, like bags, yeah. and it was fully loaded down, you know, bicycle for traveling. <laughs> and he throws the bicycle in front of my car. What? I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> and he's yelling. He has no shirt on. Pants. And mind you, it's last night it was cold. So cold. Yes. It was below freezing at that point. And I'm like, I didn't even say anything. Brayden had his earbuds in. And I look like once I got because I had to literally swerve off the road to avoid hitting his bicycle and him because he's like running towards it. Like he doesn't even uh, not aware that I am there in my car. And I've got a pretty big Suburban. Yeah. So I'm like, I avoid him. I get by him. And I'm like, I look in my rear view mirror because I'm like, I thought for sure I was going to hit him. Like, I thought I was going to at least hit the bike. Didn't look in my rear view mirror. I can't even see him. It's that dark. Oh, you know. And so I get by and I'm like, I look at Brayden and he's just looking straight ahead with his earbuds in. And I'm like, no reaction here. And I'm like, my heart's like pounding. You know how you get that well of sweat? Like all of a sudden oh, yeah. that feeling of sweat come up. And of course, you know, I'm like menopause age. So I'm like <laughs> premenopausal. I'm like, oh, rolling windows down. Oh my God, I can't breathe. And so I get to the stop light that's just beyond this bridge. And I'm, like, looking at Braden again. He's just, like, looking out the window like nothing's happened. And I'm, like... Did you not see I that? tap him, and I'm, like, did you not see that? You know, oh, yeah, the guy that threw the bike at you? <laughs> I'm, like, uh, yeah? Could you at least say, Mom, are you okay? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it scared me. It literally, yeah. like, freaked me out. And it was, like, a big 10-speed bike. It wasn't just, like, this little... I just... Things like that happen, and you're like, was that real? Because I couldn't have made that up. No. And I'm like... Just a shirtless guy coming out of the bushes, throwing his bike in front of your car. (laughs) Oh. What? And yelling and screaming, and his hands are up, and he's wearing... Everything else on him was black. Like, oh, it was weird. I'm like... so weird. And then I kind of was waiting for a car to come behind me, like, did they see it? Nobody came. Because it was like, nobody was out that late at night. Hmm. Anyways, I ate pizza super late, <laughs> and that sucked. Yeah, we all feel it today. <sighs> I cannot eat pizza. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just done. I'm never doing it again. That's it. <laughs> she says. <laughs> no. I'm, well, we made homemade pizza the other night. That, and that was delicious. Was, that was delicious, and it, I was fine. Mm. But not this. I think it's maybe the over excess of use of cheese. Yeah, I mean, it's just not. When you're very intolerant, I mean. <laughs> and I didn't take a pill. Normally I do, so. It's just not a good combo. But uh, I feel like I have two different personality types. There's the hungry Emma and the normal Emma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they have no thoughts when I'm hungry. Look, I just, just get really sad. survival. Yeah. It's so, we always talk about this, but me and Riley have opposites when we're hungry. <laughs> she gets really sad. I get really angry. Or, like, frustrated. Like, yeah. any little thing. I'm a little bit more off. like Emma. I can be really agitated. Like, yeah, agitated is a great word. Because mm-hmm. it's not, I can control it because yeah. I'm like, okay, this is my own fault. I do all this, you know, like, just go get yourself, yeah. just go get something, just a little bite of something, and then, yeah. and then calm down. I like and having then, a little snack. Then make yourself something reasonable. Yes, exactly. Whew. Okay. Um, Which takes us into our topic. 
<laughs> Do we have a How poem? Long? We did out. have a poem. Garden of the Sexes. <laughs> is that the one? <laughs> I don't know. This is the one that you read and I wasn't listening. Um, I have a garden closed away and shadowed from the light of day where love hangs bound on every tree and I alone go free. His sighs that turn the weather's round, his tears that water all the ground, his blood that reddens in the vine, all these are mine. At night, the golden apple tree is my fixed station. Whence I see terrible, sublime, and free, my love goes wheeling over me. So is she in love with the garden? And you know she what? Can- and she can I be. feel like everything's over my head, and I don't know if that says anything about my intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I know. like, I think that she can, like, is she wearing, like, can she be is completely free? Is it something in her? I have a garden closed away and oh. shadowed from the light of day, like something in us. Yes. Where love hangs bound on every tree and I alone go free. Like a special place? Yeah, I like that. That sounds more <laughs> His sighs that turn the weathers round, his tears that, I feel like it's your emotions, that water all the ground, his blood that reddens in the vine, yes. all these are mine. Yeah. 100%. Right? Okay. Let's just say that. I say it with confidence and it becomes true. Yeah. yeah. So if you have any input on this, please DM us. <laughs> I would love to know like, what you think Everyone zones out on the poem part. <laughs> You're like, what did you say? Huh? Huh? <laughs> okay, so topic today is prepping, prepping mindset. And I wanted to first talk about food prep versus meal prep. Because when we first started looking into this, I mean, obviously, we were just talking about this. We need a different, we need a lifestyle change. We do really good in the summertime mm. because we have fresh ingredients all the time. The other week, me and Beth were laughing because I was like, I haven't eaten anything green in like a month. Like, all I've been eating is bread Oof. and cheese. It's so bad. Yeah. Like, just carbs. Carbs every day. Like, a bagel every morning. Or toast. Every single morning. And mm. then we have pasta for lunch or something. And then dinner comes around. We don't even have time for dinner. So <laughs> we don't eat dinner. And then the, it's like a ugly pro- – or we go out for fast food because, mm. like, fast. fast. I don't know what it is. This time of year, the holidays, are just always It is one go. of the busiest times of year for our farm, for sure. Yeah, and I think for anyone. And also just, like, you're going to other people's houses, you're going to parties, and you're eating, like, snacky. a lot of snacky things, chocolates – I mean, I ate a lot of chocolate. Uh, <laughs> wine or like a lot of alcohols mixed in with things. Like a lot more celebratory meals that yeah. you don't usually. Heavy. Yeah. Very heavy. Very comforty. Yeah. <laughs> and then I swear every single year I get addicted to sugar again. Yeah. From Christmas. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. But at this point, I want to change. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think do. there's a lot of people feeling how you're feeling right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, this comes out in February. So maybe people are, like, on the fast uh, track to health again. So this is for you. This is for you. <laughs> or if you're lagging behind just a little bit, hey, join us. Yeah. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Hopefully we're doing good by February. <laughs> we'll be in, like, the tropics. <laughs> so it's going to yeah. be easier for you guys just because you're going to be in a place that's, it's summer. Yeah. Yes. And they have all the fruit, fruit and veg. abound. Yeah. It's kind of like, is it their September? Like, would that be considered our September? Like, that time of year? 
I think it's more like August. Okay. Hot. Hot. Oh, it's going to be like their July, August. Okay. okay. January, February is their July, August. Mm-hmm. The hottest time of the year. You know what's really interesting? Uh, I feel like our summers are like in sync or something. Yeah. Because 2020, they had a summer where Australia was on fire. Yeah. And we were too. And so hot. And then we got summer and the whole West Coast was on fire. Yeah. That next year. And then they had, they just have right now, um, it's like they're June right now in December, pretty much. They're having a really wet June. Really wet June. And we just had a really wet June. Yeah, we did. And also that summer of 2020, wasn't that when we had the 117 degree day? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? That year that it was like insane. Yeah, I was gone. Um, so it seems like our summers are kind of in sync. Yeah. But yeah, so they've been having this really rainy June, which we had, and they're all like, well, if we even get summer, remember us saying that? Mm-hmm. If we're even going to get summer. And we had a, a very we had nice a We had a perfect summer. Beautiful yeah. summer. And we had uh, extended summer all the way through. Like August was just, I mean, yeah. it did not feel like fall at all, though. No. That was the weird thing. The leaves didn't even change on time. That was the weird part. That was a really weird. So part. everything was still green. It was so weird. Like it hadn't, <laughs> it hadn't gotten cold enough at night to start yeah. signaling, hey, we need to shut this down. But November was an absolutely stunning, yeah, fall, beautiful, Which is so weird photos. Yeah, great. <laughs> Got a frog in my throat. <clears throat> yeah, so I feel like summertime is so nice just because you have so much time in a day. Mm-hmm. And there's time, there's ample enough time to get things done. We wake up so early, get tons done in the morning. We have like a really nice midday kind of break. And then we work in the evenings or we like, there's just so much time. And yeah. we like enjoy the gardens and the food like just seems like we have really good lunches. We just have a lot of fruits and vegetables at our disposal and we're also, like, starting to think of, like, saving that for the winter as well. But I feel like we could do better. <laughs> There's always room always for improvement. Always do better. So this episode is pretty much our prepping dreams. Yeah. Our gathering dreams <laughs> for next winter. Yes. For sure. Because we could do – we have – Two freezers out in our shop, mm-hmm. as well as a freezer in the yurt, and as well as a freezer in our act- the Crowley house. So we have some freezer room. Um, the big one is mainly used for meat. Mm-hmm. But before I get into all that, we'll get into that a little deeper. I wanted to talk about the difference between food prep and meal prepping. Because when we started like looking into this, I was like, ugh, meal prepping seems like it sucks. I don't know. Yeah. It's not my vibe. It's not my jam. It's not mine either. Is there something else? And so, Riley, take it away. Tell me what you told. So, well, there's this one influencer that I love who's from Australia. Um, and she does a lot of food prep instead of meal prep. So what that is, is like instead of making a whole meal, you just make your life easier by like cutting up the sweet potatoes and putting them in the freezer and then they're ready to go when it's time to cook them. them and like having like some sort of carb 
that's like ready to go. Like whether you have made rice earlier in the week and you have rice for the week or you have pasta that's really easy or some instant noodles like ramen and then you like make some um, protein. So you have like whether you get like rotisserie chicken that you're going to like eat from or for the week or you boiled some eggs and now you have them like marinating in like soy sauce or something for your ramen and then you have just cut up veg like everything is like processed ready to go because I think a lot of the things that take up the most time is the prep work prep work and like cutting things and getting things ready to go but if you just like are organized like this is what I'm making for the week for my lunches I'm just gonna prep everything and then it takes only like 10 minutes to cook maybe less yeah then I'm ready to eat because I think it's just like the whole like getting everything cut put away all the things and then like maybe you like love eating sweet potatoes or you know like I don't want to eat that same thing every single day like how do I zhuzh this up so like having a base like if you have like a nourish bowl which like usually contains some sort of like lots of veggies with a carb and a protein right so say you have like sweet potato as your carb cut up all your sweet potato and then you can like add different things to your nourish bowl so you have like a bed of lettuce or like a bed of like cabbage and then maybe you want carrots one day and then cucumber the next day and then you like change different it up. Ty- you change it up so you don't get bored i get bored of food really fast and like yeah. i don't want to eat that again and then i think it also like helps with cutting back on leftovers because yeah. like you have leftovers like sometimes you have amazing food that you like want to eat i could eat soup all the time right if i yeah. make like a big batch of taco soup i will eat that for the whole week but I think soup's different than, like, most foods. Yeah, you know it's I mean? not so heavy. Yeah. Nourish bowls is such a good idea. Right? Uh, especially if you have tons of different ingredients mm-hmm. that you will hold. So yeah. you don't even have to have a nourish bowl every day. You can also change it up every time. So and it's, like, really spread out. The same ingredients that can go into a nourish bowl, you can put into a ramen. So, yeah. like, say you, like, cook up the ramen with the broth, and then you, instead of putting the, like, uh, egg into your mm-hmm. nourish bowl you can put it into your ramen and same with like the carrots and like the vegetables and like you can make it really healthy i think ramen gets like a bad rep because it's like everybody thinks it, of it as a saturated food yeah or like with gmos or whatever uh, not gmos msg let's be honest msg isn't bad for you it actually just enhances flavor it's like salt yeah everybody's like msg is bad for you i'm like mm, get off your high horse get out of here it's not <laughs> that bad is it that too much of it is bad for you i don't I mean, too much I think of anything, anything is, is bad for you, right? Like, you can drink too much water and drown in yourself, so. That's true. That's true. So, <laughs> uh, okay, so nourishable, but what about, like, how do we uh, take this to, like, when we don't eat, I guess? Like, you know, there's times when we're so busy that it's just really hard. That makes it easier then. Well, that goes can... back to last week's topic about there's always time for something, the 888 rule. Oh, like yeah. you have eight hours a day for work, eight hours a day for yourself, and eight hours of sleep, right? So technically you don't have the excuse of like, I don't have time to eat. Yeah. You should never have that excuse. Like we, I think adding this like thought of like preparing things. And if you do know you're going to be like, hey, I'm going to have a really hard day tomorrow and I need a, to, like, pack a lunch because we're not going to be on the farm. So, like, pack the lunch the day before or, like, have everything prepped the day before and then it can be, like, instantly ready to go. I think it's all, like, planning ahead and really thinking through those things. If you know it's going to be a hard day, don't be stupid. Make sure you, like, 
pack your food. <laughs> you yeah. need to eat. You need to like have that with you. Well, and if you don't eat, you can't work very good. No. You have to Either. fuel your body. And, like, if you're going to just be fueling your f- body with, like, fast food like we've been doing, like, we know f- from experience, like, that's not the best option. Yes. <laughs> but hungry ass is different. Hungry ass is like, I need to eat right now. Okay. Like, so right now I'm hungry and I want pizza. Could you explain <laughs> meal prepping then? What is the difference? Meal prep? Yeah. So a meal prep is, like, when... You see it everywhere, like, with, especially mm-hmm. with, like, people that are trying to lose weight or, like, bodybuilders or things like that. So they measure out everything in their food. They make, like, one giant meal, and then they put it into, like, different containers, containers yeah. for the week, and then they just eat that. Which it's, like, if that works for you, it works for you. I can't personally eat the same thing every day, and I always feel like it's not that fresh. And I love cooking. Yeah. So it's not my jam. But if that is... There's a lot of information out there for you. And, like, you can – I feel like the way to, like, make meal prep accessible for you, again, is, like, if you have a really hard day the next day and you know you don't have time to cook, then meal prep your meal for the next day, not for the whole week. Yeah, because a lot of people get really discouraged because meal prepping takes forever. It could take a whole day. To just your make week. your food for your week. So the you one thing, the whole thing that I have found when I know we have a big week coming up on the farm is that I will set out, like, a frozen chicken. Um, I just go get, like, one of those casserole dishes, go out to the freezer and load up, like, think through, I'm going to make this, this, and this. And a, a lot of it, too, is, like, I'm going to make um, taco soup mm-hmm. one day. And then for lunch, the next day, we're going to make some fresh rice and we're going to take the taco soup and pour it over the fresh rice, Mm. add some avocado on top, you know, so that that rice kind of soaks it up. So, again, it's like a rice bowl, right? And then we're done with that meal. And the next day, I'm going to do a rotisserie chicken. And so that's already thawed because I've got my little thing, uh, my little um, casserole dish with like four or five different meats, right? So I can yeah. kind of pick and choose. It's all thought out. And then, so the first day we might have a meal with some fresh potatoes from the garden, a salad, and a chicken. And then the next day we might do chicken, I don't know, like um, chicken and rice casserole. Or I don't. we don't ever make that. Um, you know, you can have chicken on your rice bowl, I guess. But it's a good example <laughs> It's a, yeah, of what people know. can do. Yeah. Okay, so um, what are some things that we like to pre-make or that we want to? Okay. More so not things we want to freeze yet or any of that, but, like, just for our meals, like, for the week. Um, I really want to – well, we love fermented food. We love Mm -hmm. pickles, anything fermented, like pickled onions, anything. But I really want to learn how to make kimchi. I know kimchi is, like, kind of all the rage right now and everybody's like, obsessed with it. But, like – I genuinely love kimchi, and I love yeah. adding it to foods, and I love, like, different Asian foods. I feel like they're so diverse, and, like, a lot of it is, like, using this – it's, like, kind of like Mexican food where it's, like, yeah. the same ingredients, but, like, you put it in different ways and it tastes different. Yeah. Not comparing Mexican food to, like, different sides of Asian cuisines because, again, there's, like, tons of different types of Asian cuisines, and there's lots of different types of Mexican food. And – but, like, I feel like I love kimchi – and I love those flavors, and I love, like, cooking that way. I don't mm. know. I want to learn more. I definitely want to educate myself more on um, different 
foods and being more experimental. Yeah. Because I feel like when you get lazy, I'm like, what are my, like, lazy foods that are go-to? Right now, it's a lot of, like, carbs and cheese, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those are my, like, go-to. We love eating a bagel with cream cheese. But I'm like, ah, but there's, like, nothing actually fulfilling in that. And especially, like, for myself, like, knowing I have PCOS and, like, actually, um... Carbs that aren't complex are really mm-hmm. bad for my uh, insulin, right? So, like, I know that's going to spike my insulin, and I know that's going to make me also, like, suck later on, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's not going to give me sustainable energy. Things that are going to give me sta- sustainable energy are, like, complex carbs, like vet- fruits and vegetables, yeah. and different types of protein and like not processed proteins but like chicken and tofu and like beef and pork and like there's lots of protein and vegetables and stuff those kind of things that are actually gonna like fill you and like be rich to your body are like things I really want to do which is another reason why I'm so interested in like like making our veg farm like an actual veg farm yeah and also with um fermented foods those are so good for your gut health and so good for like pcos because like a big part of it is your gut health right and like what are you putting in your body versus putting out you know we're usually we're usually pretty good about having like one fermented thing yes i love a pickle Good pickle. I love pickles. I love <laughs> so pickled onions. What? So you're thinking to do a, dig a little bit more into like the fermented foods and and kind of storing them away for especially this time of year when we're like yeah. Pizza. I really want to learn. Well, I think also like the big thing about gardening is abundance, but like how do you deal with the abundance? That's yeah. like something that um. That couple that I follow, I still can't remember what their names is. I'm so bad. <laughs> that couple I follow on like social media, <laughs> but they call it dealing with the abundance because it can seem really overwhelming when yeah. you have so much food and you're like, "What do I do with all of this?" But there's so many ways to store food, so it's just like be well, creative. How am I gonna use this? How and am I gonna? Also, it's it's like you need food for the whole year yeah so it's like okay (laughs) i need to store this and like make this accessible accessible for me later on so whether that's like freezing or pickling or canning or any of those things which we love canning but i still think like there's so much room to for improvement i want to talk about each of these individually okay okay i want to get into it so when we're thinking of like a full year like a prepping for a year instead of just like i'm prepping for the, for the day or for the day yeah i yeah, know like for the whole year let's talk about the freezer situation okay <laughs> so what are like just giving you a picture of like all the things we could possibly do with a freezer there's so many things you could do with a freezer like i feel like freezing is like the easiest way to yeah. store food for sure like for sure for sure and, and what's you, cool what's sorry. cool about it is that if you don't have time, like we, we're kind of busy and mm. and then this time of year comes around, we're like, oh, we have a little more time. You Like we made jam. We yeah. just pulled some berries out and we made some delicious jam. Mm-hmm. So those are things like, okay, we have an abundance of blueberries, but we've got weddings coming out the wazoo or we've got blackberries or whatever it is that we're picking. Wash them, run some, throw them in the freezer. Let's deal with it in January or whenever we need more jam it. or something yeah. like that. And also, I have to say that, like, if this isn't just for farmers, I will, like, if you don't have a garden or a farm and you're listening to this, like, oh, I want to, like, have that experience and things. Yeah. I'm sure, okay, one way you could look at it is, like, support your local farmers or all of that stuff that's frozen in the grocery store is actually really accessible and cheap. But, like, 
really good for you. They freeze that at the peak of ripeness when it's full of produce, like full of all the vitamins that that vegetable has and Mm. needs. And for you, you need that. So go to your local grocery store and do that too. It's not just like, I need to grow this and freeze it and do it for myself. It is totally accessible. And I think people kind of forget about that too. Yeah. That like frozen veggies are also a great option. It doesn't have to be fresh either. There actually are more antioxidants in frozen fruit mm-hmm. and veg. Like, they're actually more healthy for you than Which is so fresh. interesting. <laughs> and, like, berries. Berries are some of the best fruits for you because they're low in sugar and they're high in vitamins. So, for yeah. me, like, with PTOS, <laughs> I feel like I keep saying that. But, like, I'm so interested in food because there's so many. That's, like, the main yeah. medicine for PCOS is you healing your body with food. Like, that's everyone that I have seen or, like, talked to that with it. That's how they heal our body is with food. And it's so interesting with, for me. It is the medicine of the earth. It is exactly what is, like, given to you for your body. You know what I love to do is make zucchini noodles. Yes. Also zucchini bread. I've been saying, like, when the people, like, have those zucchinis that are too big for them to be flavorful. Oh, yeah. They just make them into bread or into, like, uh, zucchini fritters. Or, like, they're so creative with what they create. Wow. That sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, like, I have seen a lot of people have freeze dryers, um, which are these huge, monstrous, heavy things. We do not have room for one no. right now. <laughs> um, it, it does interest me, but I kind of want to wait for them to kind of get a better. It's kind of like when some new product comes on. Yeah. It's this huge machine. And then you'll be like, you know, five years from now, these tiny little, you know, microwaves yeah. used to be huge. And now they're small. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll wait a couple years and then we'll freeze dry yeah. things. <laughs> so, but I do know that a lot of people do do the freeze drying and it's amazing and they swear by it and it looks amazing. Does it do something with the nutritional value? I think a or little bit, but not nearly as bad as some other is processing it ways. just nice because they don't all stick together? It's like dry. It's not like yeah, a wet freeze. <laughs> you've had like freeze dried um, strawberries. Have you yeah. ever eaten those? Yeah. They're like... Yeah, the all the moisture is like taken out of yeah. them. Yeah, it's like that. Huh? But Weird. they do eggs. Like when you have an abundance of eggs, you can do eggs, and you can do ew what potatoes. Like all your Wait. potatoes. Then huh. do you add moisture back to yeah. them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like scrambled eggs. It apparently has a different texture, but it's the same. Huh? So. I don't know. I don't have one. I do know. Okay. So I was on Melissa Norris's podcast, Pioneering Today. I know some of you that listen to us listen to her as well. So she has a really good, couple good books out on the garden and kind of, um, one of them is like a family planner or garden plan, family garden planner, I think it's called, where she goes through and kind of tells you exactly like you kind of do the math on figuring out how many bean plants you need to, to yeah. plant in order to feed your family of four or how many tomatoes to grow to do what you know it's kind of like I think that's a helps mistake that. a lot of people make as they plant a bunch of things because mm. it starts off really small and then they have yeah way too much yeah. yeah and or they don't get to it because it's too time sensitive i think that's what a freeze dryer would be really nice for yeah is yeah. something like like you could take the tomatillos that we did nothing with this year and like dry well those them. tomatillos we could have just freezed in general i know we could have 
just gotta do it. Yep. Uh, Instead. I think it's just because I look at tomatillos and I'm like, I have no idea what to do with those. I wanted to make I don't even like know. a salsa yeah. with it. But anyways, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's a great way, I guess. to. And the amount of things you could just cut up and freeze. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Tomatoes. Literally everything. Literally. You know what I did though this year was like every night, um, we don't watch too much TV. This time of year we, we like to watch movies and stuff, but... In the summertime, we don't. And I would just pick one thing to do, like, mm. from the garden. Process one thing from the garden yeah. every night. Go. I would pick it in the morning. Just pick one thing to process. And that actually worked really well. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, mm. So I also want to talk about meats, freezing meat. So this year, we did chickens. Yeah. Mom. Best. tell us about our chickens. <laughs> So we've been, this is kind of cool. We have like, Jason built like a shelter. tractor. Yeah. And so we we have um, done a, the, we call them sea monsters, the, the white ones that barely move. We've done those before. Not fun. Delicious meat though. Yeah. Not fun to raise because it's kind of sad, but that is what the, the meat that you get kind of in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. So this time we did um, Freedom Rangers, which are a brown bird, and they're a little more active. They're cuter. They yeah. are way cuter, and they just they don't smell as much and all this kind of stuff. But what I did was I was telling my husband, I'm like, if I'm going to have these chickens out there, we need to put them in the roses. So yeah. we got some poultry netting and put it through the roses so that every day we'd let them out. And... They would go and clean up all the little weeds and everything underneath. Oh, my God. It was amazing. (laughs) I was like, thank the Lord, because it was kind of like a jungle. Yeah. And um, so the birds went through and cleaned it up. And then we moved them on down to the peonies. And they went down and just went through the peonies. And I was like, (laughs) amazing. Now, the meat on those birds are a little tougher, I guess. It's got because they're more active. They're but like they are delicious. Chickens. Yeah. And because we make so many soups, it's fine. Yeah. And, and we we were definitely a lot better about not getting too many. I think the last time we got too many birds. Mm-hmm. And this time it was like a very comfortable amount, a uh, comfortable amount to take care of. They all had very happy lives. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did great. They did really good. So, yeah, we love raising our own chicken. I think that's probably the easiest thing to do if you're going to... We've done sheep before and pigs and things, but chickens are super easy. Yeah, you only have them for, like, a couple of months. And then you go get them processed. Yeah. We go we go have ours processed. We've yeah. done it before, and we just don't have time to... Eh. Also traumatizing. Yeah, I don't want to have anything to do it with It wasn't that bad if you set your mind to it. Well... I can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Even if I set my mind to it, I would be if you crying had... the whole time. <laughs> no, I know. It's good to have that, though. Right? Yeah. It's good to have that mindset when it comes to your animals. I'm not a yeah. serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hard. It is hard. But you think about, okay, well, how do they do it in the grocery store? Oh, way worse. Way worse. And we gave our animals we know a they beautiful ate... life. Very well, mm-hmm. and they had a great life. Freedom, and yeah. And I would rather know what my animals are eating and how they're being processed. Yes, and 100%. You are very grateful when you do something like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You use it to its full extent. Yep. We did. (laughs) So out of that, I want to start talking about canning, all the things you can, but let's start with bone broth. Because you have a lot of bone broth, don't you? I do. I guess it's like... Well, I just try... It's not really fermenting, but like... Yeah, so making your own broth, though, that's like... Easy. Great. And there's like so much nutrition in bone broth compared to normal broth. What could you all add it to? Oh, just everything. A soup or like anything. it's a normal broth. You could soup. It's just more gelatinous. So then when you heat it back up, mm-hmm. then it like cause it has. Because like I know gelatin. that bone broth has a lot of nutritional value. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's great just, for you. It's just taking like say you say you have a chicken. That, you know, you paid good money for and you roasted it in the oven and then you like shredded it and you added it to like two or three meals throughout the week. Um, And then you're like, okay, now what do I do with it? A lot of people just throw it away. Well, no, you can like take some like different things and cook it. And I do it in my um, crock pot thing. Yeah, Uh, the Instapot. Yeah. Um, And I do it overnight. So the longer you do it for the more it draws out. So bone broth is just a longer period of time in, I guess, milling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then you kind of have to add some more water to it and stuff like that. But that's kind of how it goes. And then if you just want broth, you would just do like a quick broth to pull out, you know, the flavor. But this is like pulling out like the nutritional value of the bones. Like the marrow. Marrow? Marrow. 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 <laughs> Which is like really good for your like skin and your hair and for your bones and has tons of vitamins. It's really good for your digestion. So anything that we can really is pretty good for your digestion. Yeah. Or and also like, it's like using the whole animal. I feel yeah. like with anything you should like try to use the whole animal as much as you can. Indeed. Don't waste. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get back to. <laughs> Um, so we make a lot of jams and you can do that pretty much any time of year, especially if you have frozen berries. Yeah. Or go to your grocery store and grab some berries and make some jam. Yeah. You have a lot. I'm sure there's like farmer's markets everywhere in this country. Yeah. And if your jam doesn't set up, it's a great syrup. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you mess up, syrup. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and you can get pretty creative with jams, right? I mean, we've made some really fancy schmancy ones. Yeah. yeah. What was that blueberry, like, was it blueberry lemon cake or something one that you made? Or What? No, I think I just did a blueberry, like, um, oh, uh, like, uh, what's it called? The some... crumble top on blueberry. With a what do you make in the... <laughs> It's like a blueberry cobbler? strudel, cobbler or something, strudel. It was like that, and it had cinnamon and nutmeg, and it was That wonderful. was one of my favorites. We still have that. What? I know. Wow. I think I saw a couple up there. I remember when, uh, last year, and yeah. I ate a bunch of that. I think and it was called blueberry cobbler. Blueberry cobbler, yeah, because it had like a desserty kind taste. of taste to it. Yeah. And it was just fantastic. And you made the rose one. The strawberry rose. I did a strawberry rose and then a just rose jam. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Both amazing. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then you can, like, use that in baking later. Yeah. And then we just use, we just did one with, like, a lot of berries but, like, um, orange zest in it and mm. cinnamon. So it has, like, more of a holiday flavor. Yum. We should do thumbprint cookies with the jam in the middle. Yes. Those are my favorite. 
we're trying to be healthier, but like it's still the holidays. <laughs> okay, for us. okay, does I'm it to sugar does pack, it you know? count as unhealthy if you make it yourself? Like if the jam is homemade. yours, it's homemade, <laughs> then it's instantly not health, like unhealthy. It's, it's good healthy. for you. It's so good for you. It came from you. Um, we do a lot of pickles, and this year we're really excited about our one cucumbers that are coming in. What are they? The grape cucumbers? Cucan- oh, the cucumelons. 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 I'm so excited. Guys. And we're pickling them, right? Some yeah. of them? Yeah. And I'm also growing some French cucumbers, I think. Um, we'll let so you know next year if it worked. <laughs> it's going to be great. And most of the cucumbers I'm growing are for pickling. And you yeah. can pickle the cucumelons. And I'm like so excited. So there's different ways. I have a whole fermenting book. And we've talked about this before. But I made some giardinera, which is like an Italian uh fermented vegetables like it's kind of um, like you get anything from your garden and put it in and it's got this vinegar base and you just seal it up and mm. um i always put like a grape leaf over the top because we have amazing amounts of grape leaf and a little weight and then you just let it sit for a couple weeks but like we've been pulling that out we pulled it out the other day when i didn't have time to make a salad mm. And we needed some greens after yeah. Emma and I's conversation. <laughs> so I think we were doing, I forget what the meal was with it, but I just pulled that out and it was just like a nice crunchy. It was really crunchy. Yeah. From the garden. Yeah. It's delicious. For the Ooh. summer. And it's like now, but it's got like pickly. We Pickled should pull it out today. Pickled green beans. Yeah. Or silly so beans. Pickled asparagus is my Ooh, favorite. Yes. Yeah. So anything like that also, is really nice. I saw somebody, they pickled um, zucchini. I've seen that. Huh. And it was really good. Also pickled cauliflower. Surprisingly That's delicious. That's what, what's in our jardinero. I love, I hate cauliflower, but I like pickled <laughs> cauliflower. Honestly, anything pickled is oh, delicious. Delish. Okay. The last thing I wanted to talk, well, not the last thing, but um, dried. Okay. So trying to use a lot of our flowers or... Yeah. Dried Dried or spices, like trying to make some of that of your own. Yeah, (laughs) we have a little, well, not a little, it's a big old dryer thing, and we definitely should be using it more because, like, we could dry apple slices, you could dry strawberries, Mm -hmm. like any sort of fruit. But that's um, what a freeze dryer does instantaneously, like, is a lot faster, where mm -hmm. our you know like our Takes like a day fruit dryer is the old-fashioned way and then before that was just you had these screens that you put your fruit on oh yeah set it out in the sun you know what i mean <laughs> uh, so i you know things have improved a lot yeah we're yeah. just in the middle stages yeah still but it still works oh it totally works spices i like to like dry flowers for tea Mm-hmm. Different things. There's a lot of things. Lavender. You got all your herbs out there. Yeah. You we can, can make totally a lot make of some like herb herbs. Mixes. Genius. I have herb about salts. That. Love herbs. I did herb Different. salts. We did that. I ran out this year, so I need to make more. But I we was... do have rosemary out in the that we could dry oh, yeah. and then chop it up with the salt and then you dry it out in the oven for a few. Also, I was thinking about growing some paprika peppers so we could like Ooh. make our own paprika. That would be awesome. That'd be an option. Some cayenne. Make your own cayenne. <laughs> Dang. All the things. All the things you can do. That you could do. Okay. Another, a good mindset to have, though, <laughs> going into this is, like, don't feel bad if you don't get to all of it. Because no. you always start off super excited and you're like, I'm going to do this, this, this. This is going to be amazing. Sometimes I'm going to be so successful. Get to it. It's a win situation if you added a new thing to your kitchen. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think, too, it's like, you know, pick your battle. Some people don't want to raise their own chickens. I love doing it, so, but I don't want to process them, so I take it somewhere to get processed. So it's just one of those, you know, like, you know, we didn't, my peppers failed this year. It's okay. We do it next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's the other thing, too, is when you're processing to fill a pantry, you might make a ton of applesauce one year and the next year you don't yeah you make something else you make apple butter or you make you know something like sliced up apples for pies or desserts indeed Mm -hmm. so yeah picking and choosing what you want to do so this is the last thing i want to talk about which is not wasting anything or trying not to waste anything because we have our compost piles out there um and we just need a uh, to finish the system or something. Yeah. Like something to put, like a, I don't know, what can you put in your kitchen where you can put all your, like, food in it and then carry it out to the yeah, compost? Yeah, there's just these little buckets. We've had several of them. They get kind of gross over time. There is some that have, like, a, a, like a bag inside that you can, oh, yeah. like, you know, easily clean out. I feel like that's the missing link. Cause yeah. We still throw out everything. <laughs> well, not always. So, like, we used to be, up until probably this last year, I ha- always kept, like, a bowl on the... Yeah, yeah I In fact, that. I have one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're just... Sometimes if we're not heading out to the chickens or I am, you know, kind of things just change a little bit, then all of a sudden that step that you were doing isn't being done. Yeah. You know? Um so, like, coffee grounds, egg shells, you know, all the things that are just, like, on a regular basis every single day, this is what you do, you know, gets collected and then sent out to the compost pile or whatever. And I think, for me, it comes down to time. And it's like, if I'm doing it all and nobody else is saying, yeah. hey, that's full, let's take it out, then, then I'm like, I can't do this right now. So, it's just yeah. not going to happen. So, like, if other people are doing it and pitching in, taking things out, taking responsibility, then, yeah, sure, it works. Yeah. So. We just, it's the missing link. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. We're here to get better. Yeah. Anyway. That was it. That's it. <laughs> That's all I have for the prepping. Hopefully this was helpful. And if you enjoyed this and you have any friends who also enjoy listening to three female flower farmers talk about food storage and how to be healthy when you're busy and all of the great things that come with farm stuff, um, <laughs> then please share this with them. And I hope you had a gloomy good time with us. I know what the ultimate thing would be. Honey. <laughs> Honey. Oh, if we had bees. Yes. That would we be tried that once. They all bees. died. It's okay. That would be the day. dream. Sad someday. day bees. <laughs>